Hey, what's up? What's up, guys? Welcome back to another installment. Installment number 48, episode 48 of My Therapist Made Me Do This Podcast with Mario and Friends. I'm, of course, Mario. Now, I am kind of in a grumpy mood right now before we even get started. So I'm a Colts fan, for those who don't know, and we have been having a very rough year. But today, oh no, today was the straw that broke the camel's back. We lost to a team that made a song like this. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. It killed my whole mood for this podcast. Like, I know it should not, life shouldn't be like that, but I'm angry. Nonetheless. I'm happy to be back, guys. It has been another interesting week in Africa. I just hit my uh, third month the other day, and I'm super excited. So we are halfway uh, down with this deployment, and, you know, we got a couple couple more months to go. So I'm really excited. But let's get into it. Let's get into why, why we make the big bucks today. Now, have you guys ever been... Um, at work, uh, amongst family, friends, just in certain scenarios, and you just instantly felt like this urge where you just didn't belong. If you haven't, I have. So since I've been here, this has been, I guess it was like a self-realization I had a couple of days ago, ironically, when I just kept looking back. And I was like, man, like I really don't have a sense of belonging here. And I started doing some homework on it, and I came up with some interesting things, and I just wanted to share them uh, with you guys. So, if you're stuck in traffic, I apologize. Um, If you're at home, go grab your favorite drink, have a seat on the couch, and let's have a conversation about where the hell do I belong. I'll be back in just a moment. All right. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Now, let's take care of some programming notes before we get started. I'm still in my feelings about this Colts game, y'all. I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to be better, but maybe not today. Anyway, first off, again, I want to say thank you guys for all the kind words and words of encouragement you guys gave me. And prayers you said you guys sent up. Uh, for my my daughter and so I got a video this week from my mother-in-law who's been just an absolute godsend like she was only supposed to be here for at my house for a couple weeks ended up going home for two weeks staying longer just oh my god like she's absolutely amazing 
But uh, anyway, my daughter got her, um, she had a tube in her nose because she wouldn't like eat or eating or drinking. So she started eating like not too long ago. And now uh, she finally started like drinking. So they removed the tube out of her nose. And she's just like running around like crazy, you know, wants to call me every other 10, 20 minutes, which is super cool. But it has been, man, it's, it's something about kids, man. Like, when they're doing bad, and I, I think I've spoken on this before in the podcast, like, I would have 100% wanted to be in the exact same situation she was so she could just go live, just be normal. Man, when my kids ain't right, man, I just, I don't, my whole, my whole life been in shambles, like, the past two and a half weeks. Like, I ain't been sleeping good. I think I probably went to the gym, like, four times. I was just out of it. Like, I just, I couldn't think because just the the thought of your the thought of my daughter just being like so helpless and just being in pain and just you know it don't sit well with mario at all so nonetheless she is doing fine now she's got a tube out she's jumping around i posted this reel on my instagram page that said god is real now the little girl's viral she didn't got twelve thousand views on this damn reel from her just jumping on the bed on this phone it looked like it was recorded on the nintendo 64 but nonetheless man i just when I saw that video, y'all, I think I slept like eight hours the next night. Like, it was it was literally like, all right, my body was like, okay, we can calm back down. We're back to normal. So, I thank God for my wife. I thank God for my mother-in-law. And I definitely thank God for my, my daughter, Maya, for just being strong enough to just go through that, man. Because she was doing way better than I envisioned she was in my head. She's probably fine. But, you know, just me, I just, that's my baby girl. So, speaking of my wife. If I went any further on this podcast and didn't say this, I would probably get murdered. So I want to wish publicly a uh, happy birthday to my wife. She celebrated her birthday on the 23rd. Happy birthday. She spent it in Oregon being TDY with her, uh, her work unit. So, again, the military has decided to split us up and then split her up from, from the fam at home. So... But she went on a beautiful hike, man. It was it was actually pretty awesome. So glad you were able to make the best of that day, baby. I love you. And uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Also, I want to give a shout-out to my man, Brad, over at USAA. Uh, Brad reached out. Friend of the family, him and his wife, uh, Brandy. Love them to death. Good, good family. Um, reached out and uh, wanted me to do this interview for USAA, uh, like spotlighting like military people and how we handle, you know, being gone during the holidays. So I got to do this interview in front of all these people on this big screen. So it was, it was really, really cool. Awesome opportunity. Glad I was able to share. The internet started acting crazy towards the end, which made me really, really upset. But nonetheless, thank you, Brad. Uh, thank you, USAA, uh, for reaching out to your boy. Letting a player like me grace your stage and give a, a little little ten minute something on uh like what my life in the military is like. So I appreciate you guys. Definitely wanna say shout out to my boy Adrian and I respectfully disagree podcast. Got me some shirts in our way out here from Africa. Who did you help today? Man, it's such a nice shirt and like our laundry service is so terrible here. Like I'm scared to wear the shirt. But I'm aware I'm just gonna have to buy another one, but Definitely go check my guy out, man. Appreciate you for sending all the sending the merch out all the way out here to the motherland. I will happily 
wearing around here, take some pictures, and uh, hopefully get some more people to, to get some stuff sent out here to Africa. That's always my goal. So support the homies is how I roll. Now, I don't have nothing else for y'all. I'm about to get right into this. Now, where the hell do I belong? So like I was saying, at the beginning of the podcast, I have... I have this this love-hate relationship with deployments, right? So, in a way, it's cool being gone because, obviously, deployments are when you really get to to showcase, like, what you can do. You know, you're always kind of handcuffed when you're back home. So, you know, being away and being able to do your job and, you know, perform at a high level with other people that just really want to just get the mission done is always super fun. Then, of course, you don't have to worry about your normal life stressors because it's literally just you. I don't have to take care of nobody else. It's just me and my little space, and I take care of that, and that's cool. In that, sometimes, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I guess I would have to talk to other people who deployed as much or more, more than I have. But you start to develop, like, you start developing, like, your military family, you know, your deployed family. You Normally, some of the coolest people you meet. Some of the coolest people I know I have met on deployments, right? So here I notice, and I don't know if it's because I'm I'm older now, and I mean everybody's just really respectful to me. <laughs> it's really weird. Like I'm used to being like, "What up, Mario? What's up?" But like everybody here, a lot of them is their first deployment. These guys keep thinking I'm a chief. Like it's I don't know. It's really weird. So everybody's really like respectful, and I'm like, "Damn, I have become one of the old people." But nonetheless, uh-oh, my mic came out. Hold on. Boom. Real-world technicalities. All right. So, anyway. So, I normally spend a lot of time smoking cigars by myself, like, people watching. And I was people watching the other day. And not in, like, a creepy way. But, you know, I just I enjoy watching people in their natural habitat. You know, how you interact with people. Things you see is urgent. Things you chill. This, I, this is just my thing. This is what I like to do. So it hit me one day. I saw everybody walking in. You know, they had like their little groups of two and three. And, you know, like one big group was hanging out at the gazebo. And I was like, man, like I don't I don't have a a clique. Like I have a posse. Like I don't, I don't have nothing out here. Like it's crazy. So back at home, you know, we have a, we have a group of friends. We call them the crew. And, uh. It was kind of interesting how we all kind of formed, but, you know, nonetheless, when, you know, one of them, one of the, you know, members of the crew got something going on, we all pull up. It's a good time. We all know each other. So it's not really that awkward getting to know people phase. Here, obviously, you, you kind of did trainings with people before, but you don't really know them, know them like that. So I don't know what it is about me being here now. But I have just not been able to find, or I haven't really been seeking it out either. But I just haven't found, like, a group of people that I would just consider my deployed crew. So, don't feel bad for me. I, I've, I've, every time I've had this conversation this week, I tell people, don't feel bad for me. Like, it's not, I'm not depressed, I'm not sad, but it was just a, a moment of self-realization that I had. And I was like, man. So I started asking other people, just like, hey, what are your thoughts on having a sense of belonging? And to my surprise, the more people I talk to 
and these are honestly people that I interact with, like, I'm not alone out here. Like, there's a person in my leadership I was talking to, and she was like, oh, I definitely don't have a sense of belonging out here. And it's crazy because she interacts with people every day. And for me, I'm the same way. From 8 to 4.30, man, listen, there ain't a person on this basic network better than Mario. That's just, that's that. those are facts. I can I make sure I take time to go talk to people. We have uh, people of other countries. You know, I always make sure I interact with them or, you know, people from my team going, like, hey, take them some coffee, take them some candy. I got some patches made, give them some patches. Like, I'm all about making sure I network to make sure if I need resources or things done, I can get them done for my team in an expeditious manner, right? But then when I come back home, like, after 4.30, it's just me. I normally go to the gym. I'll go grab dinner. I'll take a shower. And it's just me, my room, and the Jeffrey Dahmer series until I find something else to watch. So I really started just going through my mind, like, okay, so am I isolating myself on purpose? Or do I truly not have a sense of belonging here? Is is it just not a group of people here that kind of suits like how I am now I know some of y'all that are listening to this you're going to say well you don't need nobody no way like don't you know don't worry about that and I'm with you but I truly feel like everybody to an extent needs somebody like you need some group of people to make you feel comfortable enough to talk to them to listen to them to interact to them and it may not it may not be a hundred people it may not be 10 people but everybody has somebody like there there truly aren't too many people that just don't have a person as uh, they used to say in uh gray's anatomy so then i started thinking doing my homework on a sense of belonging and it took me back to my psychology days when i was in college and i remember psychology was one of my favorite classes and it was because a person could come up with a theory or an idea and the beauty of it was that somebody else would come along. They would research what that theory is in depth. And then they would like expound on it. Sometimes debunk it. Sometimes add to it or add another layer to it. It was always really beautiful. But it took me back to, um, what's my guy's name? Maslow. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I thought, you know, in my thinking, just with my experience with people, and how I've just kind of had this whole new take on the word friend. And I'm like, man, you know, for a while, I was like, man, I don't, like, screw everybody. Like, you know, I got me and my wife. We cool. Like, I ain't worried about it. But I realized that, like, this man created this whole hierarchy of needs. And everybody, every human is motivated the most by self-actualization, self-esteem, love and belonging safety needs and psychological needs so truly feeling like you belong a philosopher felt like or a a researcher felt like a sense of belonging was so important that he put it on like the five or six things that most humans need to feel like something so i was like okay so i'm not going crazy i'm not going crazy so then what i found here is like i will carry this little notebook right and so when I'm in my room sometimes, when I'm alone in my room, I sit and stare at the wall. But, like, I will start to just jot down, like, notes or quotes 
or sayings or things or if I'm going through something, I normally just kind of like take a moment of self-reflection and say, well, how can I make this situation better? Like, how can I get out of this situation? You know, like, like that kind of thing. And a part of that, the first thing I wrote down was doing the inner work. And that, in, that entailed looking deep down at the core of who I am as a person, person and ask myself, why am I like this? And that's why I love self-realization. And it took me all the way back to, like, growing up. And my mom was, for all intents and purposes, the same way. My mom, very social, loves people. But, you know, she was very active in church and other groups and things like that. Like, she, she did a bunch of stuff. But on the weekends, my mom pretty much crashed at the house all weekend. Like, she like she want nothing to do with nobody. Maybe sometimes even not nothing to do with me, nothing to do with me either. And as I as I grew up or as I got older, I realized that man, like, I'm kinda like that too. Like I I love being around people, but like at some point I just need like some kind of release, right? Just like, all right, I'm good. So as I've gotten older, you know, you start developing like friendships and things like that. And, you know, once you've had like a few situations where you feel like people you truly entrusted like kind of failed you as a person before you you know I did a whole episode on this too but before you come to that realization that a lot of it isn't them it's, it's you but before you get to that part I was like man I'm gonna put my, my wall up and here's kind of my thing and here's what I came up with in, in doing the inner work of just like reflecting on my life and all of that I have an issue with people who aren't authentic. And what does that mean, Mario? So deployments are a great example of this. So most people on deployments, I mean, so if you think about it, like if you're single, you're married, whatever, whatever, like it's just a bunch of individuals here. I think there may be one couple that's actually married here, but everybody else is just a bunch of individuals in this one location in the middle of nowhere, Africa. Right. So it's easy for me to walk up to somebody and say, hey, my name is Mario. I'm a medic. I can give you any kind of bullshit story and I can run with it like for as long as I'm deployed because I don't have anybody else that can fact check what I say. So oftentimes you hear people give like very uh, exaggerated stories of their careers, their lives, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I'm one of those people, I trust the two Ds in my life, my dreams and my discernment, because both of them have never failed me. There's been times that I've had dreams about things, and it didn't make sense to me at first, but I kid you not, within like the next couple of weeks, something will manifest itself, and then my dream will be, I'm like, ah, that's what my dream was trying to tell me. More importantly, life has taught me to really just, just trust your discernment, right? So I would walk in a room or I would hang, you know, be around a group of people and instantly my radar would go off. And I'm just like, man, it's something about how you carry yourself, how you say the things you say. It gets my spidey senses goes off and it feels like I feel like you're not truly being who you really are. And in turn, it's almost like a, a play, like, you know, like you go to a play and somebody's giving a speech, then the lights just turn real black and then the person just fades away. That's literally what I do with people. Like, all the time. 
So a part of this, a, a huge part of this is my fault, right? But is it really my fault or am I just, am I tripping? And y'all, y'all let me know. Is it my fault that I just willfully just, once my discernment comes on to my people and I just kind of fade to black? Is that bad? Or is it good that I don't, I'm at that point in my life where I don't have to entertain people's representative. Like, I just, I'd rather not keep that energy up. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's, it's hard enough dealing with people and or dealing with people's representative. I can't imagine how hard it is to wake up every day and put a shell of your actual self over yourself and create like this whole mantra about yourself like to me that's incredibly exhausting so tomorrow i'm cool and i always tell people you can talk to anybody that's known me for 15 20 years they'll tell you you explain you explain who i am to them and they'll be like yep that's mario that's how he's always that's how he's always the core of who he is has always been that it's never changed. And I, I take I take a lot of pride on that. But me having a moment of self-realization and really doing the, the inner work to really see, like, why my brain works like this really kind of gave me a sense to, like, okay, maybe I'm just about around a bunch of people who are just really enjoying their representatives be present, and that's okay. So the next thing, focusing on trying to belong. Now, so... My coworkers, my coworkers for the most part are uh, not significantly younger than me, but I mean they're they're younger than me, and a lot of them uh, went to like trainings and things like that with people they know. So you know me being like the flight chief here, you know I like to kind of pop out every blue moon. You know I don't I don't want people to feel like oh like there's you know my supervisor blah blah blah. So you know I'll pop out, they do something, I'll come in for a little bit, say hey, then I'll take off. So there have been a couple of situations where I'm like, man, you know, I want to go hang, play cards, cool. And it's like, all right, so I know these seven people. Like, I know them. So, like, the first time we did something, they were like, hey, we're going to go play cards. And uh, me and one of the girls I work with, we were talking, about, talking trash about playing Phase 10. And so I go there, like, you know, like, yeah, I'm about to go play some Phase 10 with the team. Kick it. I get there, and it's like 12 people at the table. And I don't know who the hell these people are. And it's like, oh, well, this is this person. They're cool, blah, 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 blah. And, like, instantly, like, them, them play lights start to turn on real quick. So it for two reasons, though. So, obviously, if you listen to this podcast enough, you know that, like, mixing friend groups just ain't a thing that Mario does for a bunch of reasons. Go listen to that episode because it's actually really good. Like, it really is. But two, as I'm listening to people talk, I'm just like, oh, this is not my cup of tea like this ain't this ain't my thing right and like you don't want to be a dick or you don't want people to think that you're just like antisocial because i'm really not like most people that know me know that i'm not antisocial by any stretch of the imagination but i'm just like this ain't my crowd like this like this just this ain't me so fast forward we had this family feud thing the other night right and it was actually really really fun so we get there and it's just a team there. It's just like my med team. We're all kind of hanging out, working together. And, uh, you know, we played the little game or whatever. We got some good laughs and all that kind of stuff. And it was actually a really good time. And I said, man, what I got from that was like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not doing a good job at trying to meet people where they are. 
Maybe it's not that everybody around around me is phony. Maybe I just have, like, once I kind of start, I'm just like, nope, this train is going until we get to the last stop. And I've just kind of consciously, consciously made a, an effort or a decision that I'm just not going to be in any situations where I feel like I got to fade to black and walk out. Because I actually really did have a good time. So I, I told myself that I was going to make an effort over the next couple of weeks to just, you know, every now and then kind of pop out and just give people a chance. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like everybody, there pre- probably are some, some really cool people here. But, like, just give people a chance to kind of show me who they really are. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought I thought that was that was fair. But I will say this. To me, like, a true sense of belonging is when I'm able to walk into an environment and there's a mutual level of respect and authenticity in the air. And once I'm able to decipher, like, if this person is, like, an associate, their friend for entertainment, or their friend is going to be there if I need something, it makes me more comfortable to talk about certain things. And when, like, when my kid was, my kid, when Maya was sick a couple of weeks ago, one of the hardest parts about that was because there was a new group of people here. Now, if this was the team that I was with the past three months, this would have been an easy conversation. But because it was a new group of people here and we still hadn't really got to know each other, I didn't really have an outlet, you know, because like I'm I think I'm six, eight hours ahead. I don't know. My wife's going to listen to this and tell me, but I'm really far ahead of everybody back home. Right. So I really don't really get to talk to my friends in my group chat unless it's like late at night. Like right now, it's one o'clock in the morning. And Jonathan sent me a message, but I don't really get to talk to them. So like. Me just having the opportunity to just vent some of that stuff out probably would have made my life a whole lot better the past two and a half weeks. But because I wasn't comfortable enough with people, and like I said, a little bit of it could have been because I didn't give them a chance, and some of it could have been just other people I've dealt with, and I just kind of saw, like, you know, I could just see that this this isn't truly who you are. I kind of kept a lot of it in, and it really kind of just started eating me up. So then I'm doing my homework, and I'm realizing, like, there's, like, psychological studies on this. That like, people, and this is, like, you can look this up. It's an easy Google search. But, like, people, they found that people who have a better sense of belonging, whether it be with family, friends, um, community organizations, they tend to live longer because they have a sense of happiness. They have that relief and they have a less chance, a less likelihood of like physical health or mental health issues because they have an outlet. And I was like, damn, that's actually, that's actually pretty interesting. So the other day, speaking on, on a sense of belonging, I was having a conversation with somebody and some kind of way the, the topic of self-esteem came up. It was really interesting. And, like, she was just telling me about her life and things like that. And uh, me feeling like I like to I like to help people. Like, that's that's my thing. And I found our, we found ourselves having this conversation about self-esteem. And I, I asked her this question. Whenever I talk to people, even when I have patients that have issues with, like, self-esteem or things like that, and I always ask everybody the same question. I say, have you ever just looked yourself in the mirror? Just stared at yourself in the mirror 
And they'll normally say, yes, obviously. And I said, what do you see? And I asked this person this, this same question. I said, you ever just stare at yourself in the mirror? And she goes, yeah. And I said, what do you see? And she was like, I don't know. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, what do you see? Like, you see a strong woman, an independent woman, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I honestly don't know. And then we go on down this whole road about why her self-esteem is the way it is. So me, being helpful Mario, we start talking about, like, like words of affirmation and positive affirmation and things like that. And it really panned out to be, like, a really probably one of the better conversations I've had since I've been out here. But then it hit me, like, when you're able to go back to the core of things that make you happy, like, that can give you a sense of belonging that another person would never give you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I pod, like, podcasting legitimately makes me happy because I'm literally just, for lack of a better words, cracking my brain open and just releasing all these thoughts from whatever I had going on for the week. But, like, whenever I'm in a position to help people, whether it be big or small, whether it be, like, patient, you know, care stuff or just me just having a conversation with somebody about self-esteem, like, that truly gave me a sense of belonging and, like, kind of upped my spirits a lot because we ended up having, like, like great dialogue. And I was like, man, like, so I really don't need to be around, like, massive groups of people to really check this so-called box of belonging and i'm curious what you guys think about having a sense of belonging and like don't say well mario i don't need nobody like i you know i don't pay attention but like genuinely what are you guys' thoughts on like truly having a sense of belonging or have you ever been in a situation where you don't belong another story i have is um and i think i talked about this before and it was when i trying to think I was around the time I first got to Arizona and my wife it was our anniversary weekend it was like such a a perfect storm of horrible events that like led to this but uh we were going for a god was it a wedding what the hell was that I can't remember what it was some formal ceremony going on but anyway after that it was like an after party right now during the day Everything was cool, right? So it was just, you know, me and my wife, you know, we both like the people watch. We like to have inside jokes and things like that. So the like the after party, oh it was it was um Jesus Christ, it just hit me. It was somebody's retirement party or whatever. So I walk in the room and and I mean it just instantly just hit me. And it wasn't like social anxiety. Like I can walk in the room with anybody and I can small talk you, I can long talk you. I can mingle with the best of them, right? But it was just something about the interactions that I saw that just didn't feel genuine to me. Like, it didn't. Like, a lot of it felt like a show. And I just, I was like, I I can't, I can't enjoy myself here. And this is, this is really hard coming from somebody like me to say something like that. Because I literally can almost have fun anywhere. But... It something just felt off. I can't. I can't. I can't really explain. Well, I can't explain what it is, but I ain't gonna go into too much detail. But something was just off. Like, and it wasn't necessarily the person who was being honored. It was just the people in the crowd. Like, I was just like, 
this just feels fake to me. Like, I can't, I can't figure it out. So then, like, I'm having, like, these, like, weird feelings. And I tell, I tell Justin, like, man, we got to, I'm just not comfortable. Like, they playing music. All the music I would normally get up and just bang, bang, boogie to, nothing. You get nothing out of Mario. And so, you know, obviously she was upset. And then she, like, ran off and started crying. It was just a really bad night. And I was, you know, she felt like, you know, I was, I kind of ruined, you know, like what her plan was or what, you know, what the night was supposed to be. And it really turned into this really awkward conversation about, like, hey, I understand that, like, 99% of the time, this is the Mario that you get. Like, the party have fun Mario, but this 1% don't happen a lot. So I need you to respect the fact that I have, you know, I got these feelings. But, it like, the thing that I love about my life right now as I, as I get older is that I can kind of relate so many things that have happened in the past to, like, help me get through things of the present. And thinking back on that situation and others, I've just come to this conclusion. Ever since I had that whole run-in with, like, people I was cool with and, you know, that go listen to that podcast too but i have established like boundaries for myself right and this is going to be selfish but i feel like sometimes you a lot of times you have to be selfish when it comes to your own mental health your well-being like you have to be because sometimes you will bend and you will bow for so many other people that you will be you actually start tearing yourself down because you're not taking care of yourself but i have just established these boundaries and I realized that, like, it's not it's not so much that people around me are bad or, I mean, they may not all be fake or phony, but I'm just not willing at this point in my life to budge on the boundaries that I have established for people, friends, family, all that. I'm not willing to budge on that. I'm not. It's not going to happen. So, like I said, don't feel bad for me. Like, don't, don't, don't feel sorry for me. But it just, it was an awesome awesome moment of realization i had this week and i wanted to share but i found this um man i found this little read about belonging that i thought was really really cool so i'm gonna share that with y'all and i'm gonna get out of here 34 minutes where i'm proud of myself so i probably should have got where i got the quote from i'm sorry my bad i'm a bad reporter my bad so anyway it says having a real sense of belonging is less about others or the state of the world and more about our relationship with ourselves our conditioning wounds core beliefs traumas and mistaken belief in our thoughts can all emphasize a sense of inner separation from others while it might be true that you can live in a place where there are few who share your interests or values Connecting with others isn't necessarily about shared hobbies. Real connection is more about the quality of being able to truly listen, see, and respond. I love the universe. I, I, I'm telling y'all, I love the universe. Because I read that and I was like, that's literally exactly what I'm trying to say. Like That is, that is, that is exactly what I'm trying to say. So... I hope this helps somebody out, but I'm I'm genuinely interested because there's a lot of people I know that are going to listen to this, and I know that this is going to, you know, this is going to hit home for a lot of them. So 
feel free to leave me some comments. I actually have a bunch of comments I was supposed to read on the podcast, but I just, it's been a crazy couple weeks, y'all. I'm sorry, but I promise I read all y'all comments. Um, But yeah, I'm curious to know what you guys think about that. Do you feel like you have a sense of belonging where you are? Whether it be other family members, at work, wherever. Like, And how do you handle when you don't feel like you belong in a certain situation? Because like me, like being here, like I can only get away to a certain extent. Getting away means going to my room and just laying in my bed and watching TV. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I have my crew or, you know, Jess or the kids or anything like that to kind of kick it with. I don't I don't have that option. So what do you guys do when you walk into a situation and you instantly feel like you don't have a sense of belonging? Curious to know what you guys think. As always, uh, make sure you follow my people. Uh, my boy, Adrian, I Respectfully Disagree Podcast. Hit him up for those T-shirts. I think I have... I should have it. I better have it on my social media. Who did you help win today? I love that. I don't know where he got that from or what made him come up with that idea, but that was awesome, bro. Like I, I love that shirt. Simple, yet sophisticated, man. That's that's it. That is a that should be a walking trademark. For, you need to trademark that agent in real life because that people should see that and instantly be inspired without even having to have a conversation with you. Just damn, who did I help win today? That's, I love that. Um, my guy, Willie and Miss Fiona over at the Thing About Us podcast. Man, I love them. Man. I, it's so crazy like how I have so much respect and admiration for people that I've never met. Like I feel like, <laughs> like when you meet, when you, I've had so many conversations with these people. Like I feel like when I do meet them, eventually it'll be like we just known each other forever, and it just there's not that awkward. We just met each other thing. But uh, check them out. The Thing About Us podcast, great marriage podcast. They do some great individual stuff, too. Um, freaking We Outside For Real For Real podcast. I can't forget about my boy CO and the doctor. I am actually listening to, I was listening to an episode he did a couple of days ago called Why Are We Like This? And this is when you know people have, this is when you know people have a good podcast because you start getting emotional at the same time the people who doing the podcast get emotional um but man what a what an interesting episode that i wasn't expecting i wasn't expecting to be emotional about like it was it was interesting actually so i just started this other one on uh he did on fatherly visions i just started like a couple days ago so when i get into my my podcast mode i kind of full disclosure I kind of just stopped listening to everybody else's podcast because I got to make sure my thoughts don't mimic other people's thoughts. So I kind of just shut everybody else out until I get what I want to talk about out, and then I pick back up. So that's my thing. So I promise y'all, it ain't that I'm ignoring y'all or not sharing y'all stuff. It just I'm, when I get that mode, I got to get my thoughts out. But um, yeah, so he's doing a podcast now on fatherly visions, and I thought this was really really interesting. So go check that out. So it's Basically, uh, has your outlook or wants for your children come up short thus far? Does their entitlement hinder their potential? Let's discuss our fatherly visions. Man, that's good because I think I talked about that on Facebook once before um, about like entitlement, how we kind of like we kind of shelter our kids a lot, so it kind of prevents them from. In anyway, long story short, but go check my boy out. 
God, I hope I'm not missing anybody else. Those are kind of my main go-tos right now. Those are my main listens. There's one more person on Twitter I started listening to because of Willie. I can't think of it. It's like the, the oh, shit, he's going to kill me for it. Willie, when you hear this, tell me the name of it, man. It's like Big Brother Advice. I think that's the name of it. Big Brother Advice Podcast. But, man, it's like a podcast full of, like, affirmations. Like, it's actually really good. Like, it, Willie always shares it on Twitter. But, like, I finally just clicked on it one. I was like, damn, this is actually really good. Like, so, yeah. Give those guys a listen. Thank you guys for the support, as always. Um, Good Podge reached out again and featured my podcast. I didn't post it the other day just because I was like, you know, cool. But it was like the second time, like, this month. Like, October was a really good month for the podcast uh, from a listener standpoint. And uh, got the, the message went out to a bunch of people. So I'm super excited. But, yeah, they made me the feature podcast twice last month. Um, so when you go in there and it's like good pods recommends, like my, my podcast is right there. So definitely got me a lot of traction. Definitely got me a lot of conversations in my inbox with people that I had never talked to before. So it was cool. You know what I'm saying? So thank you guys for rocking with the pod, man. We just out here trying to make it shake and do what it do. But until next time, that is my time. Oh, Shout out to my shout out to my girl Lon. Lon sent me a message talking about I was taking too long to make make the next podcast. So for those that don't know, so while I'm deployed, I normally do three podcasts and then I take a week off. And it's really just for self care. Just like self care, just to I really just focus on me. Like somebody invited me to church today, and so I'm gonna go next week and I'm gonna have to tell y'all about it. Now you know we had this whole conversation about like church, but so I'm gonna add that while I'm out here to my whole self care. Our regimen that I got a massage. It was an interesting week, but yeah. So I have to tell y'all about that next week. So just so you know, I do three podcasts. The last week is when I do like nothing but self care stuff. So until next time, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Take care of yourself. Make sure you help somebody out this week. Take pictures. Make sure you put your phone down and spend time with your kids. All the things that I always talk about. Just do those. Until next time, folks. Thank you.